recording now. This is it. Pancreation Philosophy, episode 111. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz. Welcome. Welcome to the show. This show is brought to you by listeners such as yourself. Thank you for the people that have supported me on Patreon. That's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can find me at patreon.com slash pancreation. That's pancreation spelled P-A-N-K-R-A-T-I-O-N. So shout out to the honorary philosophers. We got Aaron Heron, Hayden Hurley, Jake Landry, Jas Paul Gill, Jay White, Kong, and Tom Kravitz. All right, thank you guys. And thank you to my homie on SoundCloud, Floating Forest, for giving me the intro music. And yeah, enough of those shout-outs out of the way. Let's talk about my guests here today. Ross Takash. What's up, man? Uh, um, not much. Takash. I'm doing good. Doing Thanks. Well, doing yeah. Well. Host of your own podcast, right? The No Normal Podcast. Yeah, I... I I, I wanted to, I, I took a break from the podcast for okay. a little bit, and then I thought about changing the name. I kept trying to think of a different name for it, but... That's it, not normal? It's yeah. Not, yeah, it's not normal. It's not them. Yeah. I wanted to call it the Feeling Funny Podcast. The Feeling Funny, okay. Yeah, because yeah. my Instagram handle is at Ross Feels Funny. Feels Funny, okay. Yeah, Ross Feels Funny. Just, yeah. you know, follow me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I... Uh, yeah. I, I wanted to change it, but that someone else already had that name. Someone and I, has had funny... How yeah. about Feel, like... So funny feelings was was that taken already? No, but no. that probably would have been good too. Been <laughs> <laughs> I mean, better taken out before someone take. Yeah. yeah, but no. So it is no normal podcast because it's 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 based on the idea that there is no such thing as normal. Yeah, you know, no one is normal. Exactly. Oh, it's yeah. an average. Like, what is average? Yeah. Yeah. In, in that case. Okay, just asking, just asking those big questions right, right. away. And I interview okay. comics, and we are not normal. So no. Yeah. Kind of. But also kind of strangely self-aware in terms of like not being normal, right? I guess because like I guess the weirdest comic would be someone that's like oh, I'm just a normal guy, you know? Yeah. Have you ever yeah. met someone that's a yeah. comic that was just like I grew up in the white picket fence and yeah. everything had all the stuff and yeah. there was nothing weird about my nothing childhood? Nothing weird ever happened. Yeah. No, that's well, that's because they probably didn't stick with. That. Yeah, comedy <laughs> is born out of looking at your devils, man. It's oh, like, <laughs> oh, for sure. It's like yeah, <laughs> no. exactly. It's like ah, now it's me and my demons here yeah. talking. But also, okay. you know, it's also a phrase that I like from, because uh, I'm a counselor, I'm a therapist. Okay. And so... Uh, a it, rock star therapist. Yeah. Fuck yeah, rock star <laughs> therapist. I don't yeah. know how that got started, but that I like was, it. I think that was me, and that was me, Kept I just kept saying it. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I like it. Yeah. It's a trend that I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah. Of all the nicknames I've had in my day, I like <laughs> rock star therapist. Rock star therapist. Ross yeah. star therapist. Ross, yeah, Ross, yeah. <laughs> Ross the star therapist. <laughs> But there's yeah. a there's a there was a therapist by the name of uh, Abraham Maslow, okay. and you've probably heard of him, the hierarchy of the needs. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Yes. And I yeah. think it was him that said something along the lines of like, you know, uh, just because someone is presenting themselves as normal is no yeah. is not a sign of mental health well being. Yeah. So just because someone <laughs> looks normal on the outside doesn't yeah. mean that they're doing great. Yes. So we always have this idea that we got to present ourselves as normal, as good, or something like that, but. Yeah. He really keyed up under the idea that that's that's no signifier of someone doing well. That's not a good measure of it. Okay. So it, it works the no normal podcast kind of thing. Like comics aren't normal, and then being normal is no sign of actual being actually being good and well. Okay. So we talk about it. Nice. So I guess like what um, piggyback off like so how did you uh, what made you decide to get into become a therapist? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to meet girls. I wanted to meet girls. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Has, has, has that, how's that gone? I wanted to pick up chicks. Oh, it's, <laughs> chicks. it hasn't worked out. <laughs> Being a therapist and yeah. a comedian, you don't yeah. meet girls. So. Yeah. Yeah. You don't meet good ones. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you meet exactly the ones that you should avoid. Yeah. Oh, so I guess you know what you don't want. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is the women that you meet. That doesn't but, stop yeah. me from talking to them, but I don't know. But uh, oh. yeah, very self-aware. I'm very self-aware okay. of, of that kind of drawback of myself. It's just like, oh, yeah. you got problems? Let's let's uh, let's date. Let's, no. <laughs> let's date. Here we go. Yeah, but... Uh, there's uh no the I think the I've been actually asking myself this question a lot more lately is okay. why did I start doing these things yeah well okay because like I just had I just had a little vacation a little time away yes. uh, to kind of reflect on a lot of things and one of the things that I reflected on was why do I do these things why do why did I start being a therapist in the first yes. place meeting girls that was a joke but yeah, obviously yeah, I mean, 
But I was, yeah, I was, yeah, for, for like yeah. the listeners out there, just like, this guy's an asshole. No. But, uh, uh, no, I, I was the only man in a lot of my psychology classes okay. in college, yeah. um, up until graduate school. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, I've been thinking a lot about why did I start doing therapy in the first place? Or why did I start doing comedy in the first place? Like mm-hmm. those two things are just like, why do I even do yeah. this? Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about that a lot. Okay. Have you come to like any like conclusions or, I mean, upon your self-reflection? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes and no for some things. Like I know with therapy and with and psychology, I started because I was actually really interested in just how the mind works. Okay. Um, not in a neurological way, but just like I, I, I got into psychology in part because of um, dreams. I thought dreams dreams, dreams okay. are fascinating. Okay. And I thought that uh, psychotic illnesses were fascinating, like okay. someone with schizophrenia who's just experiencing a reality that's totally different to our own and how we see it. Okay. And because every now and then, I, w- I used to work with psychotics in, in hospitals and in residential facilities for several years. Yes. And every now and then you'd be talking to them because that's what I would do. I'll just talk to them. Yeah. Um, because they talk. <laughs> it's not <laughs> all just talk. It's not yeah. all just like throwing shopping carts in a Safeway. Yeah. <laughs> they do other stuff. Okay. But. Um, I would, I would talk to them and every now and then they would, in their rambles and in their delusions and in their psychosis and hallucinations, mm-hmm. they would say something and be like, all right, that kind of fucking makes sense. Huh. And there's, there's almost something profound and meaningful in some of the things that they would say. Okay. And it would, it would be almost very philosophical. Got it. Um, and, you know, there's, there's nothing more than, there's no better example of seeing an example of the unconscious yes. than seeing a psychotic's a uh, room in a hospital with all the writing literally on the walls. Yeah, like that's yeah. the unconscious just laid out right there. Yeah, you know. And so I thought that was really cool. But yeah. I don't, I don't work with them anymore because okay. it was too acute. I was getting beat up a lot. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I know you're yeah. a, a trainer. You're a fighter yes. and everything like yes. that. And so it was just like I, I would get my ass kicked by psychotic people in hospitals. Yeah. Uh, and after a while, it's just like I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, kind of a dangerous work environment, but yeah. That's no, that, that is interesting though, because they're, yeah, it's almost like consciousness, like bared in, in terms of that, because there is no, when, because you, like, as we allude to, you know, when people like present like a good face, so, like a normal face, but right. it's like someone that's on that kind of scale of, you know, like a, of a psychopath or an insane person, there's no, <laughs> the, there's, there's no, no filter. Yeah. Exactly. The filter's not there and they yeah. don't give a shit. Yes. And, um, you know, unless if they're literally giving you shit, like yeah, as in the literal sense, you, you know, yeah. um, I remember one time, uh, there was this one person that was in, in one of the locked rooms Yes. and I, I, I had this theory of just like, why did they go for shit? Yeah. Like, why did, why is that a thing? Uh-huh. And I, I had the idea of just like, oh, when all other communication fails, yes. they're just like, here's some shit. You're not going to you're going to ignore me in all these other ways. Yeah. Or I'm going to have a really difficult time communicating what is scaring me and what is upsetting me. Mm-hmm. You're not going to ignore shit on the walls, ah, you know. Yeah. And so there was this one person that there was a window to the to the room that they were in, basically. Yeah. And they took their shit and just smeared it all over the window. Yeah. And then with their finger drew a heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's one shitty heart you might say yeah Yeah. and and in a way it's like in some way you kind of respect that kind of behavior but you you wish that they weren't suffering enough that they had to do that but because in hospitals they don't feel listened to they don't feel heard and like most of the most of the compliments i received when i was working in hospitals was thank you for treating me like a human being Mm. and it was it was it's so hard to kind of be like oh, this person actually feels like they need to go out of their way to thank me for treating them like a human being because they feel like they're not treated that way, mm. you know? Okay. So, oh, but yeah, so that's, that's it's, it is kind of, um, it's, it's an interesting field, but I didn't want to continue working in that. So now I've yeah. lessened the, the acuity, <laughs> as okay. they say. Yeah. And we're actually, we're, you actually live really close to one of the hospitals I used to yeah, work at. for at Fairfax? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work there. Okay. Yeah, pretty much all throughout grad school. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I guess on the other subject. So, what about what about dreams? I guess was fascinating to you. Yeah. It always felt like I don't want to say always, but every now and then it would just feel like that they were. I don't know. There's just meaning in them. Okay. I really think that there's meaning in them. It's it's a way of your mind basically saying, "Here's some shit." Okay. And you might not be wanting to address it. You might not be wanting to see it in a more conscious way. This yeah. might be the best way that your mind can deal with it. Got it. But I know lately I've been dreaming a lot. Okay. And 
I've been paying attention to them a lot more. And if, if I go through periods of dreaming, it means like, oh, some change is happening. Some transition is happening for okay. me, like internally. Got it. So, I mean, that's kind of on the same token. It's like your consciousness being unchained in that sense like right. when, when you're dreaming. Right. So do you like, do you take notes on dreams or do you like keep track of like what, what you're dreaming, I guess? Not as much as no. I used to. Okay. I, it's, it's one of those things that's so sporadic for me because I'll go long periods without dreaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'll go through a period like I have been for the past couple weeks. Like when I went on vacation, I turned off my phone for an entire week. Yeah. Um, and I actually started having nightmares. Huh. Like it wasn't just dreams. It wasn't just like blah, 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 blah. Okay. You know, like, you know, here's a puppy dog. And yada, yada. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Or I'm in a cabin in the woods. And wow, I'm a wizard. And I don't know. It's just like, yeah. no, it's been like fucked up nightmare stuff. Okay. And Damn. it's been like, it's actually been, and I'm someone that's, entertained by those things like right. i'm not freaked out by it i don't wake up in a cold sweat i'm just like oh that said some shit okay you know so like like what's like like what like what's happening in in these like nightmare situations here the one yeah. that i remember yeah. most vividly yeah um it's kind, it is kind of funny <laughs> okay. it's it's not one of the crazier ones but it is kind of the one it speaks to a bigger fear that i have okay. that i think is going on right now yeah is um because i have a big fear lately of being accepted ah, you know okay and so I'm someone that if I go to a party, I make friends with the dog. Ah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really mingle very well with folks, and mm-hmm. that the social anxiety is just real. Mm-hmm. Um, and and among, amongst other things, so I will. Uh, so in this dream, okay. I'm just doing just that. There's a party going on. It's a house party. Yeah. And there is me, and I'm kind of just like in the corner by myself. Okay. And there's a girl and she's really cute yeah she looks over and points right at me and she just goes what the fuck is he doing <laughs> she's like and people just all look over yeah. at me and they're just like him what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Weirdo. Weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> creep, 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 creep. Who invited this guy? Like, no. And that's 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 oh. most of what I remember of that dream. Okay. Because <laughs> there's nothing. Because yeah. there's 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 nothing. There's I don't want to say there's nothing worse, but there yeah. is a weird feeling of, uh, you know, you're in your head about certain things and you're yeah. worried about certain things. Yeah. But then if that's called out from somebody else, yeah. like, oh, shit, other people other see people this. Other people see this, Other too? people think this about me. Yeah. Like, that, that's, yeah. oh, that, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Just a collective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's funny. So, the uh, on the social anxiety, like, do you, do you feel like that's always affected your life? Like, it's, it's come and gone. It's come and gone. So, okay. yeah, I mean... I've I've never been that I'll I'll, sh- I'll shortly say yes, but I've I've never really been someone that advocated for my own speech and my own voice. Okay. Um, I was very much like a people pleaser, mm-hmm. very much a yes man, mm-hmm. very much like a don't ruffle feathers. Okay. My I have an older sister, and she was like the party animal, always getting into trouble. Yeah. Causing stuff. Sorry, I just like burped into your microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Always getting into trouble and everything. And I remember just at a young age being like, I don't want none of that. Okay. You know, and and there's other stuff that goes into that as well. Like just being like the quiet one. Like I was always the quiet one. Okay. When I was in school, I mean, we're talking as comedians in a way too. Yes. I was never the class clown. Yeah. I was never like a troublemaker. I was never always out to get attention. I was I was very much the opposite. I was very much mm. keep my head down, keep my mouth shut, mm. just do my work. Okay. Um, and so that kind of probably manifested into a low confidence, low self esteem, yes. and like my voice doesn't really matter. Yeah. And so that's actually even later in adulthood. That's something that I'm working on. Still okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's interesting, especially because you know that yeah, you then went into comedy where you're you know you're speaking in front of a, of, of a bunch of people right yeah. There. yeah yeah and i don't again like we were talking about earlier like why did i get started in that kind of stuff yeah. and uh comedy was one of those things where i started to 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 make friends like yeah. it was one of those things where i was like i need to because you know I'm a, I'm a therapist and yeah. therapists aren't always the coolest company yeah well, they just can't handle your rock star energy, i know man. they can't handle this <laughs> man just just too much energy. I, I think there's oh, just a lot yeah. of pressure to just be like, we are therapists. We yes. have our shit together. And yeah. uh, we must talk about Freud yeah. and Brene Brown yeah. and all this other stuff. Yeah, and, this, no, no, that, exactly. Like when I think of, 
I don't think like of a therapist party and it, it just it sounds like I don't know you, I, I just picture you guys like around the I don't know like an overhead projector or something yeah. <laughs> just like you know like what's, oh man okay what's what's the last time you even saw an overhead projector I, I don't know but I felt like therapists would, would be using one just like ah nice comfort here <laughs> under the warm yeah, glow of an overhead projector, overhead projector. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I was just thinking like, what's the most boring thing I'm like Oxford jackets overhead projectors Oxford jackets yeah. overhead projectors Projectors, yeah. you know, jackets with elbow patches, with which, elbow patches I, which I sure. do own a jacket I wear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, something. Yeah, no, it's like we all compare yeah. each other's bifocals. That's yeah. all we do, you know. <laughs> uh, oh yes, bifocals here. Yeah, wow. and and you know, I've 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 got therapist friends and everything. It's just mm-hmm. like after a while, you just want to be someone that's more than your work. Yeah. Um, and that's something that's really uh, a passion of mine is just to kind of be like, hey, I'm more than what I do for a living. I'm more yeah. than my paycheck. I'm more than my work. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that comedy was for me. It was like, I need to be something more than just my education, my mm-hmm. academic background. Um, I, I just need to be more than that. Yeah. Because if I would go on dates or something like that, like people would just ask me about therapy. They would ask me about psychology. Yeah. And I'm someone that. I do really love comedy. Yes. I really, really do. Like I was someone I never had I never got super into music okay. and everybody was all into music. Yeah, no, I never really got into music either. Or like I never played an instrument or never really got like I felt like people would get into very deep into artists and be like, Why? It's just like I just listened to the radio maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. like people would know like yeah. like when David Bowie died. Yeah. I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was like, Who? <laughs> yeah. That's who? What I, well I knew yeah. who he was. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> No, but then I was like, I kind of knew who he was, but I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I saw him around. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then I listened to David Bowie's music, and I'm just like, this the song Fame or something like that. I'm yeah. just like, this reached people? Like, yeah. I don't, it just didn't do it for me. Yeah, it didn't get that connection. Like, yeah. That, yeah. It just didn't hit me. Okay. But um, comedy did. Comedy did, and, okay. I, and I had no one to talk with it about. Huh. You know? Okay. It was just like, even other therapists, they'd be yeah. like, oh, yeah, I think... I know Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld, he's a comedian. Yeah, right? that's a real comic right there, you know? Oh. It'd be so dated or something like that, but yeah. I'd want to talk about, you know, other newer people or something yeah. like that or other people's specials and yeah. um, or even people that I saw locally or on YouTube. No, yeah. no one talk about it. So I guess, like, how did you, so how did you start, um, I guess, getting or, like, consuming comedy or getting connected with comedy? Well, I started consuming yeah. comedy at a really young age. Okay. Um, as I mean, I remember I would watch. Um, I don't know how old are you actually. I'm 28. 28. Okay, yeah. I'm 32. Okay. Um, I remember watching just Comedy Central constantly. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So I would watch Premium Blend. Yeah, Premium I, would, Blend. I, I would watch yeah. Comedy Central Presents. Yeah. I would stay up late to watch Insomniac with David Tell. David Tell. Yeah. And yeah. so I would watch all of those, and if there was a special on, and my family was relatively low income, so we okay. didn't have HBO, so we yeah. didn't get the HBO specials. Yeah. Um, but if one was on Comedy Central, um. It, we would we would I would watch those yes and so I remember the earliest ones being like Kevin James sweat the small stuff yeah, yeah <laughs> yes. you know huh. um and then uh Dane Cook was oh, really yes. big when Dane I was in Cook high school was big. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yep so I mean, I'm, I'm just a little bit younger than you but yeah I did remember <laughs> yeah so and yeah. and then and uh Patton Oswalt as well and a lot of yes. the um uh the the kind of alternative comics that came out of that yeah uh the comedians of comedy so it was yeah. Patton Oswalt, Zach Galifianakis, Maria Bamford, Brian yeah. Pochain. Yes. Uh, so like I would watch I had a DVD of that and I would watch it <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, so that's when I initially started to consume comedy. Nice. And then I started to digest it a lot more. I would go to like Blockbuster Video. Ah, this is how <laughs> like, you know we're dating or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I used to work at Blockbuster. Ah, I got man. I got fired from Blockbuster. Oh, what? I got fired from Blockbuster, I got fired from Sears, and I got fired from Carnival Cruise Carnival Lines. Cruises, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you talk about that, but man, Blockbuster, what happened? Uh, Blockbuster, I, I was making jokes. Oh, just making jokes? I was making jokes. Oh, man. But I wasn't yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> and some, and some could argue that I'm doing you. the same thing now. I'm making jokes and I'm not funny. <laughs> Oh, but, just like blockbuster. Oh, damn. Because a lot of my jokes just ended up being like me being an asshole, I think. <laughs> it was just like, hey, Ross, would you go vacuum? I'd be like, you go fucking vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Yeah, got him. Zinged him. That was abrasive. You yeah. offended, bro? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> but no, I was a very cringy young person, I think. Cringy. Well, yeah. I guess, well, 
I think we're who's like a non cringy like young person. I feel like you got to be Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I was like, I, I just remember when I like, you know, Macaulay Culkin like, yeah, like around when he. Well, yeah, because he he's like he must be around our age, right? Yeah. When he when he was hitting his toy, I was like, "This is the guy that was in Home Alone." Damn, yeah. What the fuck happened to him? <laughs> yeah. And then he's dating Mila Kunis. How did this happen? He's dating yeah. Mila Kunis. No, he was. Or he was. He was at the time. Okay. And like, I was like, "What? This guy? The, yeah. the, this guy that looks like a I don't know, a garage sale Draco Malfoy." <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> but I was like, "Damn." Yeah. What the hell? But um. Uh, Okay. But as a kid, yeah. he was not cringy. No, uh, yeah, it's true. As a kid, yeah. Home Alone slaps, man. Yeah, Home, no, yeah, Home, Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, but hey, man, peaked too soon. See, that's I know, what, right? That, that, that's what happens. So it's like, I yeah. think that's the thing. You you gotta have a cringe. Like you're gonna have like a cringe tough period. So mm-hmm. might as well have it early than like having it later. I know, right? Yeah. You gotta. You, yeah. I think that's a good idea. It's like get yeah. the cringe out early. Yeah. Don't be cringy into your thirties. Yeah, because I think, well, I mean, easier said than done, but mm-hmm. it's like it's a constant. I know, because I look, I look kind of the same thing in terms of, like, martial arts is uh, the the real growth kind of happens in the extreme because you have to let uh, – you don't know how much is too much until you actually hit that point, mm. like, from, from there. And especially, like, as you get more and more nuance in, like, uh, I guess this is just in terms of development because – Everyone always thinks of, you know, developing or, like, any kind of skill. It happens in, like, they think in, like, a linear format. Yeah. But it's far from it. It's just a series of plateaus. Right. And really, to get out of plateaus, you need to do something drastically different than mm-hmm. what you've been doing. So that's why I always tend, like, oh, yeah, I'd re- you got to go extreme. And then once you realize, oh, this is not working anymore, then that's when you layer it back. Right. you got to find, like, hey, where is that line where, where that crosses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm always, so I'm curious, like, when I see, like, other people like in other fields and just seeing that same kind of route to mastery mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. from from there but, yeah i mean even as yeah. from a from a therapist perspective yeah. and whatnot it's uh it's definitely not you're always learning yeah you know and, I mean, and that's and, just how life is yeah, yeah and it's it's even now it's kind of like every so often i'll get to those points where i'm with a client and i'm just like why am I not feeling it like I used to? Okay. You know, why yeah. am I why am I not feeling as connected as I used to be? Why am I not feeling as uh, smart as I used to be? Yeah. And then I think it does turn turn around to kind of just be one of those situations where I'm at, at this plateau. Yeah. Which is fine. Maybe other people aren't picking up on it, but yeah. I'm picking up on it. Yeah, because you're aware. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, oh, I need to do something to shake this up a little bit. And that's when, like, either do a new training, do a new perspective, yeah. or just take a risk. Yeah. Like every now and then I'll take a risk in a session where it's yeah. like if I'm or it might be even something coming up with me, like a counter transference kind of situation. Yeah. Like I know with me, I've been thinking a lot about anger lately. Oh, OK. And so if I'm myself not expressing or feeling anger or saying it's not OK for me to feel anger. Yeah. I'm in some way subtly sending that message to the person sitting across mm. from me that it's not OK for you to express anger, too. Got it. So what yeah. I've been playing around with lately is if someone says something and I feel a little twinge of anger, I will actually vocalize it. Mm. And I'll actually say like, hey, it pisses me off when you just said that. Okay. Or I just or I just felt angry saying that. Not that yeah. I'm pissed at them, yeah. but just like they'll tell me a story about what someone said to them or someone did to them and I just yeah. be like, yeah, it pisses me off. Yeah. You know, a little bit. Okay. It gives them permission to say like, yeah, fucking pissed me off too. Got it. And it just, it that's been helping break the mold or the plateau a little yeah. bit. You're almost like harmonizing emotion with them. Yeah. Because saying like, oh, just because, yeah, that you, you're, yeah, no, that's the thing. Because I think, yeah, there is a lot of mirroring, especially like in social interactions where it's like, oh, this is okay because that person does it yeah. in terms of that. Like, yeah, so that's kind, of, that's kind of interesting. So I guess like, do you, would you say that you, that you don't get angry in like, or you don't like showcase anger? Like, I'm a very angry you're, person, actually. You're a very angry person? Yeah. It's not, just, Okay. Which, well, I think that, I think it just at a young age, I was, I I got the message of don't express anger, don't show anger. Yeah. yeah. And, um, anger is not how you make friends. (laughs) You catch more flies with honey. Uh, Um, and, and and it took a long time for me to actually say like, no, anger isn't bad. Yeah. It's not a bad emotion. There's no such thing as a bad feeling or a bad emotion. Okay. There's no such thing like anger, sadness, fear, all those things. Like they have their purpose. They have their use. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just at some point down the line, we, we either decided ourselves 
consciously or unconsciously, mm-hmm. or uh, we got the message from parents, we got the message from society, yeah. consciously or unconsciously, yeah. that you're not allowed to experience or express that. Mm. Okay. It, you know, so anger was one of those things for me, where at yeah. some point I was just like, I can't show this. Yeah. You know, and uh, it even shows up in my comedy still. You know, where it's just like <laughs> yeah. my comedy is not very angry. I'm just like, I don't, I, I don't want to be an angry Bill Burr. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. be another one of those guys. Yeah, like. Some- <laughs> Angry white guy. Here yeah, we go. I, I yeah. don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be another angry white guy. Yeah, yeah. Ah, these fucking cunts that are all over the place. What yeah. are you gonna fucking do? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, but uh, no, I, th- I think that's that, that's interesting though in terms of like how anger is expressed mm-hmm. because yeah, I was yeah because I was a real angry kid too, and then that's how I mean that's definitely how fighting expressed itself like right. for me, and then. Yeah, and but it, it's interesting because it's almost like I'm so free to express like I guess anger and aggression in that way. I'm like, oh, I guess I don't need to be that angry. Yeah, <laughs> like in in another in other walks of life. Right. Like from from there, because like people always like uh, I, I would say like I'm a relatively calm person, but it's like oh yeah, there's a but oh yeah, there's a lot of anger in me, but I don't need to like showcase it right now. Yeah, you're in like, sweatpants and flip flops. You're yeah. a calm person. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. I'm dead. Oh yeah, real calm person. But yeah, <laughs> I had to curb stomp somebody. I'm ready right now. I know. Yeah. You would curb stop yeah. someone in flip flops and open toed shoes. Open toed shoes. Yeah, man. If anything, I think if I go no toes, more grip, more grip. Just like bam. Yeah, Jesus. like I, I want to feel that. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, but see. Look, just calmly curb stopping people. That's me. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're a calm curb stomper. Yeah. Yep. Just cal- yep. Calm curb stopper cruise. That's, that's, that, that's me. Yeah. I just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, I just I just enjoyed. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed fighting, and then that's how. Yeah, I got I got a lot in, into fighting. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Okay. And I got into I got into kickboxing for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, remember you told me that. Yeah, for yeah. like a year, year and a half, I did yeah. some Muay Thai kickboxing. Yeah. Um, and I miss it. It just got hella expensive to do. Oh yeah. You know, and I got asthma too. It's just like doing the fucking. Oh nice! I got asthma as well. Do you? Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay, so now I don't have that fucking excuse. <laughs> <laughs> it's called not being a bitch. I, I, <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, if you if you stop breathing, just breathe, bitch. No, I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I got, well, I had this thing where I was like, uh, I got into a lot of fights like when I was younger, and then it kind of, I, I guess I'm working to that joke. It's like I got a because I would run and I'd be like, oh man, I'm just tired, and I would get beaten up anyway. I was like, right. man, why why just cut the middle, man? I'll just stand my ground and get tired fighting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like from there, it's better than like getting exhausted and yeah. the crap kicked out of me. That's why yeah. when I started doing kickboxing and boxing and everything, it was like, yeah. oh, there's there's a lot of running. <laughs> it's like I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I, so I started lifting again recently, and that's been nice. Nice. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> Because I've been getting yeah. out of shape lately. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but yeah. I was in the shower. I showered, I, I, I showered for this. Okay. You know, I was in yeah. the shower before coming over here. And I noticed I was just yeah. standing there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but my, I had my one hand just resting on my belly while I was standing. <laughs> like a pregnant woman uh, caresses the belly. Yeah. I didn't even realize I was doing it. It just felt comfortable lying. Yeah, yeah just, like, just, just. <laughs> Just, rub, just rubbing my belly. Yeah, it was just, it was just, oh. but it wasn't rubbing. It was just resting. Oh, just, just yeah, just like it was just resting there. Can you feel the baby kick? I, exactly, it felt like I was feeling for the kicking baby there. Oh. <laughs> so I, I got to do something. Yeah. I got to do something. But yeah, yeah I, I, before I, I was making the excuse of asthma, and at least now I can't really do that apparently. <laughs> so. Oh, I just like I don't know. Uh, yeah, cause I remember I had, yeah, I had asthma as a, as a kid I was like, oh, here's an inhaler and then, then all this stuff. And then, uh, I remember I was like, I'm right. I sometimes would use an inhaler. And then I was like, man, I'm just getting tired anyway. I'll just keep going. And then, yeah. I don't know. I, I've, maybe I still, still do get affected by asthma, but oh well, whatever. Yeah. It hasn't, hasn't really stopped me. Yeah. But, um, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't had like an asthma attack or anything, but, okay. um. Oh, well, could could happen, but no, I think yeah. The welcome to talking asthma with Ross and Pachola. Yeah, we're just like just oh, we're out of breath just talking about it. Uh, sucks but to yeah. your asthma. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with the uh, no, with the body image thing, because that also just reminds me of like uh, 
you, you the the latest podcast that you did with like you and Pedro talking mm-hmm. about like how you guys saw each other or see yourselves. I think that self body image is like is like an important thing because I've been working on, on that with with myself. I'm like right. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a six pack because I use I remember I would tell myself I was like. I wouldn't look at myself like as an athlete. I was like, well, no, athletes look like look like this. I was yeah. Like, nah, I'm not. I'm not an athlete. But then it's like, well, like why 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 wouldn't I change myself to do to try, at least try to do that? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. from there, and it's like I'm just trying to shift that that mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I recently saw. Um, did you ever see the movie uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. Do you know the scene where Brad Pitt takes his shirt off on the fucking roof? Yeah. I saw that and I was like, fuck, I got to get shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. that bitch is like 50 years old, man. Yeah. It's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's been he's been gorgeous and sculpted ever since, like, for 30 years yeah. or something like that. Hard it's ridiculous. Life. I know, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that that was like a that was a moment for me where I was just like, ah, oh, I still got this body image stuff in me, man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And no, that's the thing I tried, I tried to like... Oh well, like body image doesn't really matter. Like who care? Who cares how how you look? But then I was like, no, how you? I mean, how you look really has a has a sense on like on how you feel right about about yourself. It's like to just ignore that. Yeah, it's kind of debilitating in terms of. I, I think that's yeah. what makes a lot of the body yeah. image stuff so hard. Yeah, because it actually, I am one of those people that's just like, it, I mean, if you're you know overweight, obese, or something like that, I don't know, but like there is a health factor into this. Yes, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I think there was like that uh, trainer. I was like a there was, there was that trainer recently in Hollywood that was just like we shouldn't be celebrating Lizzo, yeah, or yeah. something like that. And yeah, the, and then yeah, just getting hated on. And the like trainer that. just got hated on yeah. everything like that. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like okay, yeah. but th- th- that is the weird feeling of like how do you not let your image affect the way that you perceive yourself? Yeah, that is a hard fucking thing to deal with. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's. Um... Especially, I think, yeah. I mean, from for everybody, but I, I work and I, I work specifically with men. Yeah. And but I think is from a man's standpoint, we focus so much on what we're doing mm-hmm. and the results of what we're doing, ah, okay. you know. And so with with weight loss and with fitness and stuff like that and with body, it's something that we can actually see. Yes. Very objective, very empirical and whatnot. Yeah. And so I think we base a lot of our value on what we're doing and what we can see, mm-hmm. what we can show people. Yeah, like what, so, yeah, what, what's, what uh, are you, what image are you showing? Like, right. There? Yeah. yeah. So it's just like it's, it's not only just like uh, how good you look or what you weigh or something like that. It's how much money you make, what kind of car you drive sometimes, yeah. or like how cool your apartment is or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, in comedy, it would be like what credits that you got, yeah. <laughs> or like it's, it's just like hey, show me things. Yeah. You know. Um, and I, I think that's a thing that, that men have. I, I can't speak from the female perspective. No, I can't course. speak from the female perspective either. Like, yeah. No, but yeah, I understand what you mean. It's like, oh, accolades. Here's what yeah. I do. I am this. Boom. boom yeah, exactly. Boom. And I think like, that's where right. a lot of men and maybe a lot of people draw their value from Yeah, is through those sorts of things. And I think that that's a fallacy. We have to kind of break away from that a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, because it's not sustainable. No. You know, yeah. that stuff can get taken away. Exactly. Pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. So you better sort yourself out on the fucking inside. <laughs> oh, 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 for sure. And I think especially because uh, I see that too from like a, from definitely from, from a sports perspective mm-hmm. as well, because a lot of people, you know, will identify themselves as, you know, as athletes or, you know, as fighters. And then you could, it's like seeing, well, especially like in the sport of fighting, seeing people that, uh, that just can't like they just can't step away from fighting mm. because it, they become so consumed with like that's their identity right. that they don't know themselves with, without it and then right. it becomes detrimental like literally to their health right. by doing so because like the same thing it's it is a double edged sword because the same thing that led them to it is the same thing that keeps them in it too long right for sure yeah. So, yeah and that's that's the thing like and it can be detrimental and I think comedy can be a similar thing yeah like people will say like they'll they'll like leave their jobs to go pursue comedy yeah or or they'll they'll neglect relationships to go do comedy or something like that with yeah. this idea that this is their identity and they this, have to keep doing this it. Is it this is me you know yeah and I would almost I think that that's a detriment yeah like I think that that's something where there's a lot of comedians that I know you and I both know, yeah. you know, that we've met over the years and whatnot, yeah. um, that it's just like, this is all they do. Yeah. And they, they, they hustle a lot and they're just like, oh, this is mic number 400 of the year or something yeah. like that. Or, yeah. you know, five, 500 I've been to, you know, yeah. and it's just like, at some point it's just like, 
the idea of introducing a break or a week off to them is just like I can't fucking do that. Yeah, gotta grind. Gotta, gotta grind. Gotta grind. Gotta grind. Gotta grind. Gotta and I just want to be like, okay, well, why? Yeah. You know, like yeah. what what happens if you take a week off? What comes up for you? Yeah. Oh, do you really see yourself in that week when you're not at a? Yeah. <laughs> is like, that what you don't like? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's almost like yeah, it's almost like that. Un- they have to be so connected, kind of like you know your experience with like being unconnected in terms of like not having not checking your phone or something right it's almost like oh crap i have to deal with real life yeah <laughs> yeah know, yeah with like normal life in, in this kind of sense but that yeah. week when i was disconnected yeah. i wasn't doing any comedy i wasn't yeah. doing any work i wasn't looking at social media i yeah. had all the notifications off of my phone it was just me with myself yeah and you kind of fall in love with yourself again nice you know you just kind of at least be like hey this is this is who i am now and you can sort things out a little bit more mm-hmm. and i think it's not an accident that i was dreaming a lot more during that time mm-hmm. too like yeah. i was I, I became very me focused and dare say selfish yeah. you know a little selfishness can be good yeah you know yeah for sure and i think well i think that's a that's a big thing in terms of like understand that you are more than what you do right like from from there yeah because there's definitely i've definitely seen like a lot of detrimental cases of like where people goes like they because they get they hit like almost a crossroads in terms of life and they go like man what 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 am i doing right from there and i feel like a lot of people hit that well i think well they because I think this is a Western society kind of thing as yeah, well. We get so yeah. focused on the doing mm-hmm. that we forget that we are human beings. We are, we yeah. be, you yeah. know, <laughs> what, what you be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not human doers. We're human beings, yeah. you know? And so there's the doing side of things, which is important. You got to pay your bills and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. you got to have some enjoyment and connection and all that stuff, which is all great. But then what are you as far as being like, how do you just be? And I think that's a question that a lot of Westerners in general have a hard time dealing with, mm-hmm. you know, like if I were to say strip away comedy, strip away all the things that you do, yeah. who are you? Mm-hmm. What are you left with? Yeah. And the, the answer might be, I, I would, I would encourage everybody to just go listen to Alan Watts cause he'll have an answer for this, but okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, but yeah. you know, it's just like strip all that away. Who are you? Yeah. You know, and the answer might be, I don't know. Yeah. I was just like, okay. That's where you start. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, no, I, I, th- I think that's very important. And I think too, like in terms of like taking a break, or in terms of like not just solely identifying as one thing, I think if anything, that makes that action more freeing mm. in, in terms of that. Because I definitely, you know, there have been points where I thought about, uh, you know, like stop fighting, or I was like, oh, it's time to retire, you know, do this, like time to move on to like a next stage in life, and then. I know, but but then I asked myself, like, man, what? Why did I? Why did I do this in the first place? Like, what? Right. You know, what? What kept me in it? I was like, oh, because I enjoyed it. So, like, what changed? Like, like, what caused me to not enjoy it? And because, like, I started looking at it as something I had to do, yeah. not something I wanted to do. And then, Ooh. and the, yeah, no, exactly. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, the want should always be there. So why I don't I don't need to do this. I should I should. Do it because I want to do it. Have you ever so, quit yeah. anything that you really liked? No. No, you never quit anything. I don't. Need, I mean, if and the way I look at it, it's just a change of passaging mm. in terms of like, well, whatever. Um, if if I didn't like it, then there's a reason why I didn't like it. Mm. Like, like from from there, at least that's maybe that's just me now mentally reshifting in terms of that. Yeah. But yeah, the way I look at it, if it was, if I did enjoy it, or if there's some reason I'm not enjoying it anymore, then I don't need to be there anymore. It's kind of like the way I look at uh, like relationships and friendships like that. Mm-hmm. It's like there's there, there's a reason. It'd be funny why if you just stop the podcast right yeah. now. I'm not enjoying this anymore. If anything, over. this podcast is over. <laughs> One eleven done. Just say yeah. just say fun no more. <laughs> yeah, I'd I be not having fun <laughs> like, from here. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just like that. Why did I turn into a black man when I said that? <laughs> yeah. just say fun no more? No, what the fuck is wrong? No more. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think. Um, but I, I, I think just in terms of life, I've been pretty good at just like, like getting, uh, or, or almost like good at like getting closure in terms of like, oh well, this is bam, like we're we're done here, time right. to move on to the next thing. Yeah. But yeah. So, yeah, I, I've I've been thinking a lot about. Um, why keep doing things yeah you know okay like again it's the it's the, like why did i start doing these things in the first place yeah why should i keep doing them okay and i'll tell you what i've quit a lot of things in my life <laughs> i got a whole lot of quitting i got a whole <laughs> lot of quit. like it's yeah. so fucking easy to quit shit yeah like <laughs> no no quitting quitting shit is is the easiest thing and actually. it can it, it, yeah. It, it, yeah and it can feel good like i remember 
when I was in elementary school, I used to play the flute. <laughs> and I, yeah. See, that laugh is why I quit the flute. <laughs> Yeah, because I just imagine you with a flute like, because ah. because that's what the rest of fourth grade did, because I was the only one that played the flute, yeah. and not only that, I couldn't play the flute well. Oh, I was just like, no. it's not even like yeah. I was a good flute player. Yeah. And my and my 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 flutist teacher yeah. tried so hard to keep me into playing the flute. Yeah. She gave me this tape cassette of these two guys, yeah. probably gay, <laughs> wow. that were. That were famous flute musicians oh, because I because yeah. I was like I'm a boy and I shouldn't play the flute yeah. and then and then eventually the the the, the making fun of kind of got enough and yeah. I, I it got to a point even where just like I couldn't even make a sound with the flute mm-hmm. like I couldn't make the noise yeah like the main thing you should do with a flute is make a song <laughs> and make a noise with it yeah and um I remember the day that I quit was the day that I was in class and I couldn't I couldn't it was just always like. Like and the teacher was just like, no, you do it this way, and I couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah, there was a there was another girl. Her name was Jade. Okay, and I remember her because I loved her. Yeah, um, this was like when I was like nine. Okay, and uh, she just busted out the national anthem on the uh, flute. On the flute? Yeah, she just <laughs> she just fucking dropped that shit in the middle of class. Damn. Damn, that's like that's the flute equivalent of just dunking on. Yeah, she just dunked on me, and I and I remember like that was the day I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm good. And then I picked up a much more masculine instrument, the saxophone. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. The sax. Yeah, a real man. Yes, there there were there 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 was a clear thing to put blow into and buttons to press. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, you know, air went in, sound came out. It was great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've quit a bunch of things. I quit yeah. a bunch of jobs. I think, you know, I mean, sure. I've, I've quit a bunch of things too, but like the way I look at like leaving or like, like leaving stuff, I was like, well, I mean, there, there's a reason why it didn't work out hmm. like from, from that, whether it, you know, being, and it's just a matter of like, I don't know. I felt, I feel a lot more at ease in my life when I just take, when I take like complete responsibility, hmm. like for things or just like. Saying okay, well, what what did I do in this situation? You know that that led to that because that's really the only thing I can I can control. Yeah. In in terms of this, so it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm kind of like self self centered in looking at that and also just looking at process mm. in terms of because I'm really trying to like live my life like not being concerned about results because mm-hmm. like a lot of things go into results like a lot of things like beyond my control. That's true. Ha- happen with results, so like why be so concerned? about things that aren't in your control that's like yeah that that's all that's really foolish in terms of simple sense right 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 like fr- from there someone's like well as long as i'm enjoying my process then i can say that i am that i'm having an enjoyable time what if like you don't me. enjoy the process anymore, if i don't though? enjoy the process then yeah, yeah. Then, then there's there's a reason why you're not enjoying it mm. like from there whether it's like you can consciously like find that reason or unconsciously like from find it like from there so yeah i think it's just like like fig- figuring that out because if the process isn't do- isn't working then like <laughs> then why are you doing it yeah like from there have you ever yeah. thought about quitting comedy I guess yeah for sure I, yeah. there's definitely been some long spots where I haven't done like comedy but I mean as of right now I'm like no I just enjoy I, I was like man I, I enjoy comedy so like what's the what's the point of like stopping right right like, right from there yeah. yeah I'm thinking about quitting I know I know you're thinking about quitting <laughs> but like so like what's what's the what's the thought process like, or your thought process in that so yeah. there's, so this is this, this is gonna get meta. I don't oh, know, but here we go, guys. <laughs> no, yeah. but no. My my thought process right now is, and it's something that I'm gonna be thinking about, and uh, I, and I knew I was gonna be, I, I've been wanting to talk about this with other comics as well, yeah. just to kind of get their things. So yeah. I know I'm talking to you about it. I know I'm talking to somebody else about it on Monday. I think. Okay. Um, and it's. Okay, so life, the, the way that I view life, yeah. just the, the big thing. This, okay. is, this is pancreation philosophy. We're going to get philosophical, yeah. philosophical over, over a little bit page. here, you know. Yeah. So life is a tragedy. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> life is tragic. There's I, a lot I, of, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, life is a tragedy. There's a lot of tragic stuff in life. There's a lot of suffering in life. Like yeah. there's the, I mean, if we're talking about, what did we call you earlier? The, the chill curb stomper? Yeah, the chill curb stomper. Yeah, yeah something like that. Yeah. You know, just like, I just pictured like a yeah, like, calm, like, cool, collected... Uh, yeah, that, that guy and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just like it's just like the 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 Buddha's kind of way. The, yeah. the, the the Buddhist philosophy is the whole like the first noble truth is all life is suffering. Yeah, you know, and so that that that's just what's in my mind of 
picturing you being Buddha curb stopping someone. Yeah, just curb stopping. <laughs> well, here is suffering. Yeah, exactly. Just here it is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, every a lot of things in life that I'm starting to think about is to do whatever you can to lessen the tragedy in life, lessen okay. the suffering in life, whatever you need to do. Okay. And um, you should always be trying to steer life towards something either for yourself and or for others. Okay. Um, away from tragedy and away from suffering because life is going to throw that shit at you tenfold all the time. Yeah. It's going to throw tragedy at you. It's going to throw suffering at you. And you don't need to be participating in anything yeah, that is going to be contributing to more to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so for an example, that might be if you're in a shitty relationship, Yeah. you know, like, hey, life is already hard as fuck. <laughs> you're making it harder. On you're yourself. making it harder on yourself by staying with somebody that you don't belong with. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like you're on a sinking ship, but then you're also setting it on fire. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> and then you jump to another relationship, which is like being rescued by a sinking ship. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, man. Now, oh, no. <laughs> this is, yeah. This is what I just left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, so you got to figure out ways to kind of not add or not contribute to more suffering and more tragedy in your life okay and so i've been thinking a lot lately about things related to comedy and there's aspects of it that i absolutely adore and absolutely love but i would be lying if i said it was all good yes you know and i think it's naive to say that it should be all good but it has gotten to a point where it's like I mean, these are supposed to be like the golden years of comedy from from everyone that i've talked to that's like five to ten years in okay um, these are supposed to be the golden years of just like, dude, go to fucking mics, fuck around, yeah. do local gigs. Yeah. Like none of this fucking matters, yeah. you know? But then at some point, especially in our local scene, mm-hmm. it, it, it just starts to become more grindy and okay. more hustly. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's hard to have fun in that. Okay. That's one aspect of it. Okay. And so it's, 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 it's just been hard to have fun with it lately. Okay. You know? I guess like so when it was fun for you like what what was the enjoyable part of it? I think the enjoyable part of it was like hanging out with other comics. Okay. You know, yeah. like either at the shows or at the mics mm-hmm. um and also it felt like that there was some growth being acknowledged. Yeah. Um either by myself and or other comics. Mm-hmm. Um just kind of being like, dude, that was a fucking good set. Like yeah. people coming up to you afterwards and being like, you know, that was like the best I've ever seen you do or yeah getting text or messages later on let's be like hey that joke that you did was really fucking cool you know like from people that like i really respect and whatnot and so i'll just be uh, a little bit more transparent about stuff right now is that like it it got to a point where i man this is this is is like hard to talk about i think but um i think i've the anger has been coming in a little bit more lately okay and i i've been having a hard time navigating that okay and I've noticed that there has been, I think, even some jealousy okay. that's been hitting me yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Because it's like, I've, I've noticed there's been, I'm trying to find a way to say this without sounding like a complete asshole. Okay, okay. yeah. I'll just, say, I'll just say, I won't say other people, I'll just say I. Okay. Like, I'm, I, I don't get booked very often. Okay. You know? Yeah. And I, I notice... It's just like, oh, there's people that started way after me yeah. that get booked way more than me. Yeah. And I don't think it's because they're funnier than me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. In terms of. But I've, I've always been really bad with networking and talking to producers and saying like, hey, put me on your show. Like yeah. I never figured out how to do that. Okay. And that part of it just isn't fun for me. Yeah. To actually like put myself out there right there. I just always wanted to be like, I'm going to go up on this mic. I'm going to go up on the show. Yeah. I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to be funny. And people will take notice of that. Okay. And and they'll invite me somewhere, mm. and I think it was naive for me to think that. Yeah. So the so the whole way that I initially had to go about things or thought about how things worked it was wrong, mm. you know. So I don't know. It's just like there's certain aspects of it right now that are not fun because I have to find a new way of navigating it. Yeah, navigating through that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like do you like when you like these book shows like or the book shows that you have done have you have you enjoyed that? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I did the show with Laugh Tech recently, and that oh, was a nice. that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just right up the street. Bottom, I think yeah, yeah. yeah, and that yeah. show was so fun, dude. Yeah. Like if I get shows, like I do well at them. Yeah. Like you know, I can I can you know bang out ten fifty minutes and it's fine. I can have a good set, mm-hmm. you know. And I think a lot of times producers of shows like they just don't know who I am even after being on the scene for over a year. Yeah. 
It's like, I don't talk to people. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, I don't go up and talk to people. Yeah. I've talk al- to people. I, well, well, it's yeah. like, I've, I've always had the idea of just like, yeah. oh, I, I don't, I don't feel like I have permission to talk to you folks yet. Mm, I see. You know, I, I feel yeah. like I don't, I don't, can I, I have this table. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. can I sit here? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like even yeah. after being doing this for over a year and everything, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. So you are that guy. Hey, what's that weirdo doing? Exactly. That's weird. where the dream comes creep, in. Creep, creep. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was. It's so many open mics you feel like the outsider like yeah coming in okay and so if i yeah. feel if i feel like an outsider if i feel like i'm not accepted it's no longer fun ah okay you know and so if if i if that feeling persists then that's probably what's going to be a big driving factor for me to stop okay i think yeah but i don't know how to circumvent that i don't yeah. really know how to kind of be like yeah fuck it let's keep doing it anyways because okay. at yeah. the end of the day yeah I got a business. I got a job yeah. that I also have to yeah, worry about. Yeah, you got, and yeah, you got more important stuff. If yeah. I if I if I quit, yeah, my life might improve. <laughs> sure. If if if, yeah. if if I leave this thing that is making me feel like shit. Yeah, you know. And the, well, also on that notion too, it's like, I mean, quitting. It's like you know what you you quit and you can never do comedy again. You can yeah. just like you know, take a take a break. I mean, just like what's what's wrong with breaks in terms of that but also just in terms of you know me being like a pretty reckless person like uh consequences don't seem that big to me mm. like in terms of like like here like how how i found like the mma gym that i train at was uh in high school this uh, australian exchange student challenged me to a fight and he said that he knew mma and i'd be like mma the fuck <laughs> i was like yeah where, where at and then he told me like the address of like the place or something and i was like okay so my big plan was i was like i think 15 or something at the time i'll go uh i found the place i'm like mm-hmm. i'm gonna take a bus there i'm gonna find that kid i'm gonna beat him up yeah i was <laughs> just about to say up. you as the angry yeah. 15 year old yes me as angry. i was like i'm gonna kick this australian kid's ass oh he was yeah, australian yeah, bonus yeah, points bonus points going down <laughs> under but um yeah southpaw so, southpaw yeah <laughs> fighting around the world with Russell Crowe but uh <laughs> yeah so I you know so I arrived there and then the so the gym was closed at the time so I'm like all right I'll just wait out here like for him to show up you waited but, outside yeah, for him to so, show up and, oh my yeah, god because I think um I think I got there 3 30 or 4 so, but the because the place didn't open until 4 30 so I wait I was waiting for like a little bit yeah and then like uh, a trainer walks in, you know, to open up, and he sees me like, "What's this kid just doing?" I'm like, "Are yeah. you are are you a student? Are you want you want to like sign up for classes here or something?" No, I'm here to kick some Australians' <laughs> ass. No, but I was like, I was thinking, I was like, if I say that, probably won't let me. <laughs> so I will say I'm here to to, to to do class, and then yeah, and then that's how I started like you know learning like from there, and then. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember getting my ass kicked for sure. Like mm-hmm. during the classes, like I mean, not like on purpose. It's just what happens with like learning. I was like, oh shit, I don't know fighting. Yeah. Like from from here, and then yeah, and then that's what kept me. I was like, oh, I gotta learn more. Right. Like, from there, and then I kept. You know, I went. I went the next day, and the next day, and I just kept going. Right. Like from there, yeah. and it turns out the Australian guy never even trained at the place. He just like said that to try and like scare me off. But yeah, because I remember like asking such an Australian thing to do. Damn Australian. (laughs) But uh, yeah, this is this is Pancreatic philosophy. Just asthma, hating Australians. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and then um, (laughs) curb stomping. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember three months in, I was like, wait a minute, did this guy ever train? I asked like you know like a coach there. I was like, no, I never, no, never. I was like, oh. Maybe he never yeah. existed. I know, I know, right? I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was all dream. He was an angry yeah. mirage is yeah. what he was. Your anger yeah. presented as a hallucinatory mi- is, mirage. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Fight Club, but it's like it's yeah. myself in Australia. Yeah. I hate it. That's how I ended up getting your, your Tyler Durden is a yeah. shitty Australian <laughs> guy. Yeah, it's a shitty Australian guy that wanted to have a street fight with me. And that's how I found it. Because like, like 13 years later, still there. So yeah, I know. It's like... Um, yeah but in terms of um i mean it's kind of the same way i found comedy in terms of that because i I remember um there was a so there was this like this college club had they were bringing in like a filipino comedian it was like a filipino like uh student association and then oh we'll we'll bring in uh 
we want uh, like people to open up for them. So we'll just have like a last comic standing of like, and then whoever like wins will be like the opening act for the Filipino comedian that are bringing in. And I remember like a buddy of mine just told me about it. Hey, you thought about doing this? Because like I enjoyed comics. Oh yeah. I'll fucking do that. Yeah. And then I just, I had never done stand-up before. Like, well, here's some jokes. Like, might as well try saying that. And then, yeah, that's that was the first time I did it. And I was like, oh, I like this. I can keep doing this. And I just mm-hmm. kept, like, finding, like, mics, and I just kept doing it. Yeah. Like, from there, because I just, I just enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you got to do. And for yeah. the longest time, I've been enjoying it, too, honestly. Yeah. yeah. You know? But I think there's mm-hmm. this... I don't know what that next thing for me to kind of overcome is as yeah. far as we're talking about plateaus. In terms of extremes. In terms yeah. of extremes and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've been getting really a lot better as a comic in, like, the past few months. I feel yeah. like I really crossed something personally for me in comedy. Nice. But I know for me, I think it's it's got to be something related to, like, networking and putting myself out there. Yeah. Um, and also with the anger and jealousy, which yeah. I think a lot of comics feel, yeah. but they don't really talk about it a whole lot. Yeah. You know, it's just like, oh, how'd they get that? You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of comics feel that. Yeah. Um, that, but I think also, too, it's, like, it's then the channeling, too. It's like, oh, well, yeah. if I, because if I see, I almost look at that, like, the same way, like, if I saw, like, a fighter that I felt I was better at and, like, doing better, I'm like, well, that means I can fucking do that shit. Right. Like, from there, I was like, it's only a matter of time before, you know, before I'm, I'm at that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so... But I'm almost just, just just angry and competitive, so that, that's just how I go about it. Yeah, and also yeah. I'm not I'm not a very competitive like type A personality. I'm very type B, where I'm just okay. kind of like ah, let them have it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, they can win. Fine, yeah. I'll go do my thing. I'll go to Chipotle. I'll be fine, you know. But uh, but I know a thing yeah. for me lately is it's really important for me to be liked by others. Okay. And I think that there has been um, a lot of I think that's a big. Uh, struggle for me to like uh, learn in real time okay. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, because the 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 surefire way for anyone that's listening, the surefire way to get people to not like you yeah. is to try to get them to like you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And whatnot. So yeah. I don't think I've found a way, at least in comedy and yeah. other avenues, I'm fine. Yeah. But in in comedy in the comedy world, I haven't found a way to just be authentically myself with other folks. Mm. So they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, this guy's cool." Yeah. You know, or he sucks. Oh. You yeah. know? <laughs> but, I'd say just go in with the blockbuster jokes. Just be addicted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> show me, show me, show Which honestly, that might work out. But again, I don't want to be like another angry white guy. Asshole you know? guy. Hey, hey. There, there, there's there's enough of those, and I I think like. I get really excited about other the comedians that I really like. Like yeah. I like the Patton Oswalt, oh, Gar- yeah, Gary Goldman. I love Patton Oswalt's thing about <laughs> about the Tulalip Casino. About yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Tulalip Casino. King of Queens. King of Queens. Just the drunkest people. I tell you what, I love gambling yeah. though. I love gambling. Love gambling. Fuck okay. yeah. Nice, dude. Blackjack. I yeah. fucking love black blackjack. Love blackjack. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I think I think I think there's something there. I, I, one one fascinating thing, like for me, especially as a, a as a coach, is like is like building connections mm-hmm. with like with with material because mm-hmm. it's easier because you know everyone everyone comes in. I mean, I'm really only guiding somebody. I can't like teach them exactly what I know because I learned through like references of my own life, mm-hmm. like from there. In terms of material, like, and I, I can only, I can only navigate through life in my own, you know, meat suit or like, you know, body, like from from there. Hmm. So, pretty much, I just show people how to teach themselves how to fight in, in terms of that. So the physical aspect of fighting, that that's all well and good, but it's like what's fascinating to me is like the the thinking or the, the mental side mm-hmm. of like actually wanting to fight or actually like being, uh, I guess like being in combat because mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of people i mean well this is common a lot of things there's a lot of people who i know are like are good skill or who are skilled at fighting mm-hmm. but then they compete and it's like oh shit what the fuck was that that was <laughs> that was fucking horrible and then um yeah and it's interesting like, oh they can't translate they can't translate the skills when in, into a different kind of situation, like a like, uh, competitive situation. Right. So it's fascinating. I mean, how do you, how do you get that? How do you get that switch mm-hmm. in terms of that? So, and I think I was looking, I look at the same thing too, like in comedy, it was like, oh yeah, you have to be your authentic, you know, so, cause you know, it's, it's one thing when there's like, you know, it's us, we know each other, we have rapport, 
you know, from there. But now it's building when you're trying to build it to someone that doesn't know you. You're like, oh, how 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 do I go about doing that? Right. Because it's like there's, you know, because that's the thing. You're heading to uncharted waters. That that that's pretty much what's happening too with with these fighters because they know. Because when you're when you're training at a gym, it's like you know the people that you go with. It's not it's not new. It's not like mm-hmm. whereas if you fight somebody, you've probably never met that person before, and now you're about to like start exchanging things where there's like real consequences like, yeah. from there. So yeah. that that's like an entertaining, like uh, like I guess like the duality of that is mm-hmm. like, what's fascinating for me. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Like gambling, hot blackjack. Do you? Like what about was there anything particular about blackjack that like that made you gravitate towards it? It's just the yeah. fucking rush, man. <laughs> the rush, man. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I do think it's fun. I think it's I think it's interesting that so many people have so many strong opinions about gambling when they've never done it. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. No, it's like people that have strong opinions about uh, I don't know about fighting and, and never done it. Yeah. I, I just look at it as like any avenue. I feel like well you could. Yeah, is there like people that are, go overboard in gambling? For sure, but of there's like, there's people that go overboard on cough syrup. Yeah, so it's like, there's people that go overboard yeah. on video games. Yeah. There's people that go overboard oh, on yeah. that people, kind of stuff. People dude. die from from like playing too much video. Yeah, games. that's a specialty like, of mine. I work with video yeah. game addiction in my practice. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a specialty of mine, and I'm a gamer yeah. too. So it's just yeah. like I, I'm fine. Yeah, but but, uh, but I think that's too. It's like you almost need to have a. It's easier to connect with somebody that also that also knows how to get. You know that that knows like the feel that you're in, right? It's I, it's easier, but yeah. it's not necessary. Not it's necessary. not a hundred percent. So it's just like I've worked with people that have come from different walks of life that I have no frame of reference for, and yeah. we we just build a relationship, and it's yeah. it's fine, it's great. Yeah. Um, it's like for I don't want to get too specific or anything yeah. like that, but let's just say if if I worked with you know you know astronauts need therapists too. Yeah. There's been like yeah. five people in space. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got to be able to form a relationship with these people yeah. you know yeah, yeah like, oh well <laughs> you haven't been to the moon yeah get out yeah like if you're yeah. an astronaut you're just like I only want to see a therapist that's been on the moon like yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not it's just no you're not going to do it <laughs> so. <laughs> an astronaut needs, I guess I gotta become a therapist now just yeah really but yeah. yeah, to get all the six astronauts that need yeah. therapy. I don't know. Because imagine, yeah. that's a weird thing to think about, too. Like, imagine being someone that's in outer space. Like, if, if anyone needs therapy, it's astronauts. Oh, damn, yeah. Yeah. They're like literally you, getting out of their world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally getting out of the world and really yeah. realizing just how fucking close to death we always are. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the little fine workings of the cosmos yeah. and everything. And just and, the enormity of the universe. Yeah, and just that, really yeah. being out there and seeing that expanse. Like, the... Yeah. Like, you know, I, I get freaked out when I see the ocean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's big. And, you're, and, you're, and that's in your viewpoint. And yeah. Imagine like, yeah, seeing like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, and being like, and being like, oh, that star over there, that's a hundred light years away. Yeah. Like that star's probably not even there anymore. Yeah. Or that guy that was on the original moon landing expedition. There's, there's always, it's. It, it, it's like a it's like a weird band where it's just like you got Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and the other guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like and the bass player. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like no one ever remembers like the bass player for, for, for yeah. the band. Speaking as yeah. a former bass player and, and flutist, <laughs> but got, you know. I mean, you do have real bass player energy. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's the hips. It's the hips. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but like that 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 guy was the like loneliest guy ever. Basically, yeah. like he was. Yeah. He, um, I forget how long he was out of contact with human beings for, but mm. he was basically out of contact with space station and everything as he had to circle the moon yeah. while Buzz and Neil did their thing on the moon. <laughs> so yeah. there was just a minute where he was just like completely isolated, yeah, you damn. know, the furthest yeah. human being away from any other human beings, basically. Yeah, literally separated from the other human beings further yeah. away. Yeah. Damn. That guy needs yeah. a fucking therapist. Yeah. He's probably dead now, but who knows? No one knows if he's dead. Yeah. Neil Armstrong dies. We know about it. Buzz Armstrong dies. Yeah, other guy. <laughs> yeah, okay. other guy. I don't know if he's alive. Other guy on the space mission. Other guy. Oh, yeah, damn. Oh, yeah. Cool. But, yeah, so um, I forget how we got on that topic of uh, gambling and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, about gambling. You know, Some about, about gambling. Games, and yeah. about video game addiction. But, yeah, I think a lot of people have a lot of strong opinions about gambling when they haven't really done it. I'm like, where does that come from? Just, yeah. like, actually go and have a good time because, yeah. like, you know, I mean, yeah, if you got a problem with it, don't do it and get yeah. treatment for it and everything. But it's just like, 
it's there are things that are out there just to have like a bit of a dopamine rush and an yeah. endorphin rush and everything like that and there's nothing wrong with that just exactly. walk away I mean but that's the thing also with gambling that's interesting too because like just like we're talking about in life it's like taking a risk mm-hmm. and that's and that's where excitement happens exactly like, they're taking a risk and I think that's like anything that's kind of like a microcosm you know because if there was no if there was no risk mm-hmm. then is the reward worth it that much yeah there. yeah and and that's another thing to think about too is that the reward that you get has to be worth the amount of suffering that you go through to get it yeah and so with gambling i think some people just say hey losing 50 bucks isn't going to be worth the rush that i get mm-hmm. i would say yeah yeah it's kind of worth it because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's there's more than going on than just losing money you're yeah. like flipping the cards over and everything and yeah. you're you beat the dealer that time this yeah. guy's new and he's a piece of shit yeah he just ruined it for the whole table yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah 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 you know you're there for the experience yeah like from there no but that's and yeah you're enjoying that process yeah exactly yeah but yeah so but that goes with life and that's that's what i think about with comedy right now as far as like what my decision making is going to be here yeah, gotta figure out is yeah. is is the is the reward that I get from comedy and the things that I get out of comedy worth the amount of suffering that I get while doing it? Okay. You know, and if the answer is no, then I'll probably stop. Yeah. You know, at least until maybe if I move out of Seattle somewhere else and maybe pick up in a different scene, who knows? Okay. But I mean, I'm still figuring it out, but I don't think anyone will miss me if I go. (laughs) (laughs) We'll miss the rock star therapist. I think, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because I was listening to your like solo podcast and I'm like messaging you like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahalo. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you were doing that. Yeah, aloha. I like the, you had one comment that I can't remember what it was and it was actually pretty funny. Uh, Was it about your solo podcast or something? Yeah, it was, it was, it was something that you messaged me with and whatnot. uh, Oh, well. But anyway, I guess any like parting words that you wanna that you wanna say, like, yeah. Um, come see me do comedy. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, come see book him to do shows. <laughs> yeah, book, book me to do shows. I'm funny Ross as hell. Yeah. But uh, Ross and, feels funny. Yeah, Ross. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at, at Ross feels funny. Um, talk me up, send me compliments, tell me that you like me, <laughs> yeah. um, or call me a piece of shit, just so I know. That's yeah. the ambiguity that I don't like. Yeah. Oh no, no, for sure. <laughs> I like. Well, that's the thing. I'm a very straightforward person, so yeah. I, I think and I expect other people straightforward, but that's not really the way it goes. But oh, oh well. Yeah. But uh, hey man, thanks. Yeah, Mahalo. I appreciate. It. Oh, and uh, check and out the yeah, yeah, yeah. Aloha Mahalo, yeah, yeah. No Normal Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What? Listen to my podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. No Normal YouTube. Podcast. Yeah. Um, and at Ross Feels Funny on Instagram. And yeah, that's, that's what I got for me. Cool, Aloha. Aloha. Yeah. <laughs> that's goodbye. Bye, everyone.